again, this is Tori Kensington talking, and this is the Optimistic Almanac for Wednesday, September 20th, 2017. Today in 1973, tennis star Billie Jean King beat Bobby Riggs in the Battle of the Sexes tennis match. Riggs had been one of the world's top tennis players in the 1940s. He once held a top ranking and had won six major titles during his career. After he retired from professional tennis in 1951, Riggs remained a master promoter of himself and of tennis. In 1973, he opined that the female version of the game was inferior and that even at his current age of 55, he could beat any of the top female players. Riggs first challenged Billie Jean King, but when she declined, Margaret Court stepped in. At the time, in 1973, Court was 30 years old and a top female player in the world. On the day of their match, on May 13th, 5,000 fans came to a Mother's Day match in Ramona, California. Televised by CBS Sports, Riggs descended the stadium steps and presented Court with Mother's Day flowers, which he accepted while curtsying. Riggs used his drop shots and lobs to keep court off balance. His quick victory of 6-2, 6-1 landed Riggs on the cover of both Sports Illustrated and Time magazine. Suddenly, in the international limelight following his win over court, Riggs taunted all female tennis players, prompting King to accept a lucrative financial offer to play Riggs in a nationally televised match in prime time on ABC that the promoters dubbed the Battle of the Sexes. The match, which had a winner-take-all prize of $100,000, was held in Texas at the Houston Astrodome on Thursday, September 20th, 1973. Riggs was given $50,000 by sponsor Sugar Daddy's Candy Company and to wear a yellow Sugar Daddy's jacket during the match, which he took off after three games. Riggs also placed many bets on and invested a lot of money in the match. Billie Jean King entered the court in the style of Cleopatra on a feather-adorned litter carried by four bare-chested muscle men dressed in the style of ancient slaves. Riggs followed in in a rickshaw drawn by a bevy of scantily clad models. Riggs presented King with a giant sugar daddy lollipop, and she responded by giving him a squealing piglet, the symbolism of a male chauvinist pig. King, who also competed in the Virginia Slims matches of Houston during the same week, won in straight sets, 6-4, 6-3, and 6-3. In the first set, she fell behind 3-2 when Riggs broke her serve. In a 2015 interview, she said most people don't remember that she was initially behind in the first set, and it looked bad for her in the early going. At this point, King realized that she, quote, had to win given the importance of the match, and broke right back again and again in the 10th game to close out the set. She had learned from Court's losses and was ready for Riggs's game. Rather than playing her own usual aggressive game, King stayed mostly at the baseline, easily handling Riggs's lobs and soft shots, making him cover the entire court as she ran him from one side to the other and beat him at his own defensive style of play. After quickly failing from the baseline where he had intended to play, Riggs dropped his comedic effect and showed a more serious demeanor, as he was forced to change to a serve and volley game. A few critics were less than impressed by King's victory. She was 26 years younger, and some experts claimed it was more of an age versus youth game. According to Jack Kramer, quote, 
I don't think Billie Jean King played all that well. She hit a lot of short balls, which Bobby could have taken advantage of had he been in shape. I would have never taken anything away from Billie Jean King because she was smart enough to prepare herself properly. But it might have been different if Riggs hadn't kept running around. It was more than one woman who took care of Bobby Riggs in Houston. Before the match, however, King had forced American television network ABC to drop Kramer as the commentator. King said, He doesn't believe in women's tennis. Why should he be a part of this match? He doesn't believe in half of the match. I'm not playing. Either he goes or I go. After the match, Pancho Seguera declared that Riggs was only the third best senior player behind himself and Gardner Malloy, and he challenged King to another match. King refused. Despite some of the comments downplaying the loss by Riggs, or the victory of King, following the match, Riggs was devastated and isolated himself in his hotel room for four hours. The match had an audience of an estimated 50 million in the U.S., 90 million worldwide. The attendance in the Houston Astrodome was over 30,472 and remains the largest audience to see a tennis match in the United States. There was also widespread speculation based on Riggs' unusually poor play and large number of unforced errors that Riggs had purposely lost the match in order to win large sums of money that he had bet against himself as a way to pay off his gambling debts. ESPN's Outside the Lines of 2013 featured a man who had been silent for 40 years who said he heard several members of the Mafia talking about Riggs throwing the match in exchange for canceling his gambling debt to the mob. On the other hand, the article says Riggs' close friend and estate executor Lorne Cooley vehemently denied that he was ever in debt to the mob or received a payoff from them. The article also quoted Riggs's son, who claimed his father felt that he'd made a terrible mistake and was depressed for six months following the match. Riggs wanted a rematch, but not King. He considered suing her as a rematch had been part of the contract. King and Riggs would appear together spoofing their rivalry less than two months after the match on an episode of The Odd Couple, titled The Pig Who Came to Dinner, and they became good friends. Sports commentator Kramer wrote, however, that Billie Jean beat him fair and square. A lot of men, especially around our age, were so stunned when he lost that they figured he must have tanked. But what motive would Riggs have for that? Bobby Riggs, the biggest ham in the world, gets his greatest audience and purposely looks bad? There's no way. If he had beaten Billie Jean, he could have kept the act going indefinitely. Selena Roberts claimed in her book documenting the match, A Necessary Spectacle, that Riggs later undertook a public lie detector test to prove that he did not throw the match. Billie Jean King viewed the match as much more than a publicity stunt, feeling that beating Riggs was important for both women's tenets and for the women's liberation movement as a whole. She said later, quote, I thought it would set us back 50 years if I didn't win that match. It would ruin the women's tour and affect all of women's self-esteem. She believed that she had a destiny to work for gender equality in sports. Billie Jean King was part of the original nine, which formed the Virginia Slims series, created because the women wanted to end inequality of pay between male and female victors. These nine women created their own tournaments and played wherever they could. Eventually, this turned into the Women's Tennis Association. 
the WTA. Here's a quote from Billie Jean King on the anniversary of her winning over Bobby Riggs in 1973. A champion is afraid of losing. Everyone else is afraid of winning. The Optimistic Almanac is made possible each weekday morning by NPC, the National Podcasting Company, a 501c3 nonprofit, and is funded by our listeners. Thank you. Research for today's show was by Lexi Caligari. I'm Tori Kensington. Keep the faith, keep in love, and keep in touch. (laughs) 